Father yeah. in prison for murder. Father in prison. Yeah. Father died in prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just met his father a week ago. So is it almost good to say four out of every five African-Americans are fatherless? If you don't take care of your kids, that's a character flaw. Yo, you know, I asked all the tough questions. My biggest question was like, did you hear about me? You watching this video? Yo, today, tomorrow, soon, make sure that you get your kid's life. And if you ain't met your father, I need you to uh, put your pride aside as well like I did. The healing mm. process starts now, right? It has to work where it has to work. Four out of five of my homeboys. Yeah. And yeah. where I'm from, it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Dang. But yeah, that, that's realistic. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so us having the- Congrats on having the dad your whole life, brother. Thank you, bro. I'm sure. <laughs> it, it, it's almost like a, 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 a badge of dishonor. Like, you got a dad? <laughs> you know, I, th I think. No, I think. Right. I think what it shows. No, I think what it shows is that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it shows it's possible because you know, guess what? You ask all of our kids, and they all gonna say, "No, my dad is in our life." Yeah. But Neo, Neo's kids call him Neo. For real? They call you Neo? Sometimes they just be playing. <laughs> oh no, <nah. laughs> Neo. There's no way in the world. Back Neo. in the day, yeah. I'd have got slapped up. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but you know one thing? I, I I think I said, I said it to. Uh, to Jason, like when you, you know, even like you know, you had the conversation with your dad. Shout out to you for putting that, you know, yeah. being a friend to help. You put a you lot know, of good together. Is together, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. Jason does a lot of that stuff. A lot of people don't know that he's real thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. on the outside, he real hard, but he's real, real thoughtful. But it's like first thing I said, I was like, man, we need more of that, but we need less of that. Mm. We need more of like, yo, we got to fix the problems, we got to fix the solution, but at the same time, we need less of it because less problems. We gotta, we gotta that that will solve more problems than most of the stuff we talking about because. A lot of people we run across, they have trauma from childhood and then we pass it on. And then now we're trying to go make money and then we make money out of trauma. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we trying to make money off of how we felt when we was a kid and that just creates a whole nother animal. Now our kids feel a certain way and we just keep the, the little cycle going. So yeah, we need, we gotta fix stuff. We gotta forgive, but then, I, but I think it starts with us holding our brothers accountable. I'm like, yo, like I know people that got kids and I'm like, yo, you need to be in your child life. Like I don't even mess with people if, you tell them that? Yes, bro. Yeah. I can you for me, that's a big thing. Like, even though my dad was in my life, if you don't take care of your kids, yeah. that's a character flaw. Side you, you know, we the thing is is that having this conversation respectfully is that you talk about mental health. And for some reason that in our community, we think mental health mean like somebody crazy or you got an issue. And you don't realize that mental health isn't getting help it's empowering your superpower. Like the strongest thing we got, we always talk about is mindset, but how do how is mental health looked at and frowned upon in our community? It's been frowned upon, but meanwhile, other communities have empowered mental health and it's actually becoming their superpower. We don't realize that our mental is the strongest thing that we have is our mind, mm -hmm. but we don't work our mind out. When we say mental health, it's like, oh yeah, you wanna come in, we gotta talk about trauma. Mental health is not talking about trauma or identifying traumas. It's learning how to properly enhance your mind and the things in a way that you think and really kind of grow mentally. And like, like y'all in the gym, like physical, when you talk about health, like it's for your mind, like working that muscle yeah. and learning how to use it properly. And a lot of us don't know how to think. Yeah. And we look at our community and why we losing. We ain't losing because we're, we're, we're dumb. We're losing because the thing that we, value, that we should value the most, we look at if we get help with it, something wrong with us. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree right. with that. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you're so crazy. I didn't even know, like, like depression, that's a real thing. I didn't know that. Like, my homie be depressed. I'm like, bro, what's, like, you can't just shake it. I'm like, yo, that's a real thing. And it then is. when I was in that room with 
hold on, man. We are we are facing a battle that somebody doesn't know. Yeah. But when I heard all of that stuff, yes, at the event, I'm like, what made you want to put put on that event? I guess dealing being a personal trainer, I hear like I'm damn near a counselor. Yeah, it's a lot of times like it's the barber. girls. Yeah, a lot of times the girls they come in there and they vent and things of that nature. And you just like, damn, you just learn so much about these ladies, you know. And every now and then I train guys, and it's just like they come in there like scrappy. You know what I'm saying? He comes in there and you know you could tell he just so focused on his workout whole time. He going through a divorce. He's on shade room every day. You know what I mean? He's just like mentally trying to block that out, but he's going through stuff yeah. and I could see it. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we wanted to create a safe space, right? The first time we did it, we called it a safe space because we wanted guys to be able to say anything they wanted to, right? And we wanted, you know, we're so pro-black and all that. I wanted white boys. I wanted black boys. I want gay guys. I want straight guys. I want everybody in there to be able to talk their piece, right? Mm -hmm. And as you saw, thugs, people with teardrops in their face and tats everywhere, they just like, yeah, I was molested. And then after one said it, what happened? Open up the door for somebody else to say it. I was molested. I was molested. I was like, damn. Yeah. You know, right. and it was so many people that couldn't even get to the microphone. But like, like, like my boy said, he was like, man, that's the first time I've said it out loud. It felt good getting that out, just getting it out. You know what wow. I mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, things that happen to you, it kind of trickle into other things. Like he said, man, I had to prove that I wasn't gay so bad. I'm I'm around here smashing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like hypersexual, hypersexuality, hypersexual, I said it right. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, hypersexuality. But so he was on this rampage of smashing chicks because he felt like. He got his I'm, manhood. Too. Yeah, he got his manhood. So he feeling like he got to mm. be extra masculine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's a lot of guys out here acting super masculine and tough and so violent. Mm -hmm. Where that's coming from? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit coming from when they was six years old, eight years old. Wow. It's in them. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's a way to reverse that. What's through that? counseling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through talking, through safe mm -hmm. spaces, through getting around other people that look like you and actually saying it out loud and hearing somebody say it. So many people was like, bro, I needed this. Yeah. Mm. He said, man, I'm going through three of the things some boys talk about, but I know I ain't alone. When's the yeah. next one? You know what I mm -hmm. mean? That's how. Yeah. And you share, Alex, you share just about your fatherhood story. Mm -hmm. I know you shared a little bit online. You want to share how how was that moment? That was the first time I heard you said you, you haven't been with your father your entire life. First time seeing him, yeah. but you you also mentioned I didn't hear that part that he was on drugs along a huge amount that time. Yeah. So what's that story? You know, to not make it drawn out. Um, Jason brought up a real good point about I think I think a lot of people thought I was FaceTiming my my father. Or like, you know, I might have talked to him a couple of times. I had never had one conversation with my father before. Mm. Um, didn't know what he looked like, none of that, you know what I'm saying? So this was a surreal moment. And again, thank you to Jason. You know, he a real friend. He, I've been procrastinating on, on doing that for a minute, you know what I'm saying? And he just took the initiative to like, yo, I'm getting contact with his his cousin on his father's side. And they mm. behind the scenes, behind my back, put the whole play together, you know what I'm saying? Wow. He gave me a date, like, yo, show up in Miami on this date. Yeah. And I needed that, you know what I'm saying? Um, just, you know, all this time, I just been a lot of resentment. Um, we talk about grinding from trauma. I was literally, last 10 years, like, now nah, I'm about to I'm about to really pop off because he gonna hear about me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure I'm a household name. So, you know what I mean? I want him to feel bad that he wasn't in my life. So I'm gonna be super successful yeah. and I'm gonna spoil my mother. I'm gonna retire her, give, make sure she live her best life and he gonna regret it. And that was my feeling yeah. the last five years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But um, ironically, yo, I, I go down to Miami, I meet him. <laughs> I walked up to him and as soon as I walked up to him, I seen the tears in his eyes. 
Mm. And that and that just took away all my my defense. It was weird. Like yeah. as soon as I seen the genuineness in his eyes, I could just see like, damn, he needed it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I shook his hand. I'm looking at this man, the first person I ever you didn't hug him. Like you shook him. his hand. You yeah, hug I shook him. his hand. I hugged him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this man. This is the first time I ever see somebody that I will admit look like I look like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, Fact, this like my nose from like that's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? And um, yo, you know, I asked all the tough questions. My biggest question was like, yo, how you like? Did you hear about me? Like, because again, I'm I'm grinding them. Yeah, I'm like, make sure did it he, work? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yo, Alex. He was like, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. I, I seen the interviews. I, um, I've been on your page before. He was like, man, I've been wanting to tell you something. He was like, man, I'm proud of you. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting to hear that. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Everything just released. Mm-hmm. You said it felt like uh, 20 Ooh. pounds lifted up off you. <clears throat> but um, as he get into, he got into the story, just again, not to make it drawn out, he was like, yo, I was on drugs. I was on cocaine. He was like, well, after I met your mother, a little bit after that, I got caught up in New York and I was on coke. He was like, I got, I got locked up like a bunch of times. I was in jail, like I think he said like six to eight years or something, he, he been locked up. And he was just like, you know, um, there was times where he wanted to reach out to me, but he was he was scared to face the consequences. He was he felt like I would he wouldn't be good enough for me. Mm. And it's ironic because the, what I was trying to do was become this super mega entrepreneur, and the whole time that was making him intimidated. Mm. And it was delaying mm. him from reaching out to me. Mm. <clears throat> you dig what I'm saying? But I'm gonna say this. When I got home finally and I really got a chance to unpack it, I was like, yo, God is is really funny, yo, because I feel like he made sure that I didn't meet him because I don't know if me being exposed to that drug lifestyle that he was in, like it might have messed me up. It might have, I might not be where I'm at today if I had, if I was exposed to, you know what I'm saying, whatever he had going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, God, maybe he mm-hmm. prevented me or delayed me from meeting him until he got himself together. So now he... You know he working. You met the best version of him. I mm-hmm. met the best version. Of him. He got his he got his haircut. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, I'm, I got my own house. I got a girl. I'm taking care of my, my kids. My, you know the ones that I got now." And I'm like, "Damn!" So he 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 doing good. So yeah. I'm like, "Damn, maybe I wasn't meant to meet him. Like maybe my yeah. journey would have been different." So mm-hmm. just with all that, I, I don't I don't have no ill feelings, man. And I just felt 20 pounds lighter now that I met my dad. So when we was at the mental health spot, I was just like, "Yo," I was telling the dudes like, um. I felt like me not having him was causing commitment issues for me. Um, 39, no kids. Mm. I was scared to have a kid out of wedlock because I'm like, I got to break this cycle. Like, mm. I can't continue that. Yeah, but, that's, but that's really the reason why I don't got no kids. I've been careful because of that. Mm. But um, So you would have... No, no, I'm good. Keep good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. Nah, real talk. So like, in closing, I told the, the dudes at the gym, the mental health spot, I was like, yo... Um, there's somebody in here right now that's that's not taking care of their kids or not in their kids' life, and you letting the baby mother stop you. And I'm like, yo, you, you got to fix that because mm-hmm. that kid is going through something right now because mm-hmm. of you not being there. Yeah. It don't matter how successful <clears throat> I was. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. I'm, I'm not depressed. Yeah. But it had effects on me that I didn't even realize until I really started <clears throat> unpacking it for yeah. real, for real. And I started facing it head on. So if you watching this, yo, like for real, like you watching this video, um, Yo, today, tomorrow, soon, make sure that you get your kid's life. Um, put the pride aside, put the ego aside. If you got to go to court, go ahead into your business. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we we need our fathers out here. 
Um, and if you ain't met your father, I need you to uh, put your pride aside as well, like I did. Because again, it, it might not even be for him, it's for you. It helped me. Like I feel complete finally now. The healing mm. process starts now, right? Mm. So uh, yeah. That's I, nah, you know, I got a question. I got a question for you. I want to piggyback off that real quick. Though, well, get because... off the piggyback when I. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but before, before you go, because what you were saying, what made you as a friend? Because like some of us may not be in that situation where it's like we going through it, but what made you as a friend say, all right, my boy ain't met his dad, but let me, this is important. Let me jump in there and do that. Because maybe some of us might need to do that for somebody that's that's around us. Yeah. Mm, that's good. I think it was like some of the things he was saying, like some of the issues he might have, you know, I always be like, some of the issues we, me and him discuss, you know what I mean? And I just kind of, he said it more than once. He said it damn near on accident. He said it, you know what I mean? Just when we talking about relationship stuff and things of that nature, I'm just like, damn, he probably need to sit down and sit with his dad. You know, people be having abandonment issues and things of that nature, you know, and that's why he say, you know, I don't want to have a kid until I'm married because I'm not trying to abandon, mm. you know what I mean? So I just kind of was like putting, processing everything he was saying. Yeah. And then it was finally like, oh, what happened was he did the podcast. Mm. He did um, Vanessa's podcast. podcast. Yeah. And he was like, man, my uncle, like the comment, and I didn't even know he was following me on Instagram. That's all he said. My uncle on his side. His oh, daddy's wow. brother. You know what I'm saying? He met him on Facebook years ago or whatever, but he he knew one, somebody connected. So basically, I just went to the guy page, and I started looking through his, what you call it, and I saw he had a daughter, lived in Atlanta. So I just was like, yo, and she was following us. Mm, wow. So I'm like, yo. <laughs> jump on the phone real quick. Yeah, she jumped on the phone like, "Hey, Mister Two Weeks Out." She probably thought I wanted to train. Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, here's the thing." You yeah, know what I'm saying, uh -uh. and you know, we plugged it like that. But it was just like I know him; he ain't gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Certain things he ain't gonna do. Yeah. I had like a long story. This is a long, this is an old story. But when he got when he was in the hospital one time, mm -hmm. and the doctor, I listened to the doctor was giving him all these orders and stuff like that. And like, nigga, if you don't take it, well, you're going to be stabbed. in trouble. I talked about that. Oh yeah. Right. So he got stabbed and you know, he was in a, his punctured his lungs. Punctured lung, yeah. yeah. He was like bad. And I was just like, I know this nigga. I got to call his mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to tell on him, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I just know my, my, my guy and I just know certain shit he not going to do. Yeah. Know? So it was just, it wasn't nothing more than that. I knew right. he was never going to do it. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of talking about this shit. <laughs> but you, know you can see it was bothering him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my man. We absolutely. talk and we talk and um, we talk about relationships and I would hear him kind of reference it. But one thing that kind of like when he did it and I sat back because I seen my man's, no offense, but I seen my man cry out for his father on the podcast. Mm -hmm. He made it, he, he gave him the okay on the public platform. Like I ain't tripping. Yeah. And I seen it and I was like, it's, it's, it's bothering them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's sitting heavier. You know, as we grow older, we more mature, things start to sit heavy. So I seen it like just knowing him, like for him to, Alex don't speak out of turn. Yeah. Like if anybody think about what they say and when they saying something, it's him. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I seen him give the okay. And I was like, when we would have conversations about kids and I got a room upstairs for my kid and be like, that that room ain't never gonna be filled till this void get filled. So mm -hmm. is seeing it is is dope, bro. Like I'm just happy for you because I seen how you how it was when you came back when we talked. 
how often you reference it and just how yeah. it make you feel. So yeah. like, texting salute. me now. It's weird getting text messages from my father. <laughs> Tell me what you did yeah. when, you, when you saw you. Huh? First what you do with your phone? <laughs> 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 I was like, yo, this is my father's, my father's texting me. Yeah. This what? is crazy. I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to leave it alone. But <laughs> yeah. I told Alex, right, on the way there, on the way there, I'm telling Alex, like, bro, I did my DNA test. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I did the um, genetics, whatever, the yeah. DNA in uh, Ancestry.com. Ancestry, yep. And I was reading on genetics and I was reading on, the, you know, the, how powerful the DNA is and stuff like that. I was like, bro, they say, you know what I mean? You might walk like this person, talk like this person. You might got his mannerisms and don't know it. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? That's how strong the DNA is. Man, let me tell you something. I was recording them so much. I got 22 clips of everything Alex do. And I'm like, he never even met. These niggas never met. Yeah. Yeah. You got to run the picture. Run the and picture do, right now. Look, they doing the same thing. You know how Alex be pulling his shirt down like this? Yeah. Bruh, his dad did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And when they walked up and, and dap each other, right? Alex be doing like this little walk. <laughs> he do like this walk. Like a duck. Yeah, if you look at all the time when yeah. we had the conferences and people be talking to him, yeah. he'd, he'd be doing this. Yeah. Man, he dapped his father and they was talking. And then when they looked off, they both was like, <laughs> "That's crazy." Bobble hands and shit. I'm yeah. like, "Damn!" And, and apparently they both cried too because he started crying. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. Bro, I'm walking behind him when they walk in. The bro, show, I'm, I'm I'm just documenting everything because me and him been having these conversations so long. So I'm just like, click click click. I'm paparazzi. Like, so yeah. I can show him later on when we leave. Like, mm-hmm. man, look at this. I just yeah. sent him a picture that I found yesterday, crazy. day before yesterday of them. Like, Standing at, next to each other. Them niggas got the same exact yeah. knock knee, st- like exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Bro. What? What did? Crazy. You, how did you decide what you was gonna ask though? Because I like that's what I'd be thinking. Like, I ain't talked to somebody my whole life. Like, what's the first question I'm gonna ask? Man, what, I what ain't got I, a plan, bro. I just sat there and it just came to me. You know what I'm saying? I want to know um, how he met my mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I want to know his medical history. Yeah, that's a good question. I, need, I needed to know his medical history for sure. Uh, something I need to look out for, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm, that's smart. Yeah, I asked him, did he did he hear about me before this meeting? Or did yeah. he see me, you know? Um, and just why? Like, why? You know, I was like, yo, every Father's Day, when Father's Day come around, you don't think about me, my boy? Like, yeah. Like, and, and not no other day. Yeah. <laughs> well, Father's Day, you don't think about me, a grown-ass man in the world, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he kept it 100. He was just like, yeah, I just wasn't ready to face the consequences, man. I can't judge him off of a mistake he made 40 years ago. Um, I was just like, look, I ain't about to be calling you dad and pop yet. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna be friends and just to see what happens. You gonna have him come to your party? If you want to, yeah. I'll yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to that. My bad. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, did your dad have a haircut? What? Is that where you got it from? Your dad is still alive. No, he no, died okay. in prison. He did? Yeah. Oh, I was sorry. about to ask him how you feel not having your dad. Cause he's alive, right? He's yeah, out of prison, alive. right? Nah. Oh, he's still in prison. He get out next year oh, after wow. thirty That's, years. You gonna put him on? After thirty? What, what you mean, put him on? You put some paper in his pocket, show him how to get some paper. It's, it's easy. My dad bought me a card for my sixteenth birthday. From wow. Where? From in prison. Come on. Oh wow. You think he got it? It, it wasn't. I don't got a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you get it from. Yeah, yeah, it ain't one of them situations where it's even gonna be hard. For him to, so to you ain't mad at him. him when you come out. It's up. We outside. Yeah, no, he he was he was a hustler. My dad went to jail for drugs and selling drugs. He had record stores. Like, so my that's where DNA, you get your hustle from. But you just not good at it. Yeah, just yeah, better than you. His mama though, and my mom too. But my dad, mom been she been hustling. You get you get stories stories that you hear from your parents, even though he not there. Yeah. Like my dad put his sister through college, like cash like basically you know, everything you do 
So when you when I look at it, is that you get Denise's, inspiration from somewhere? All that type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So the inspiration comes from there. So when he come home, it's up. Mm. That's, that's what's up. up. Mm. Ooh, that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Mm -hmm. You ever ask him like, yo, where where you hiding all this money at? You know what I'm saying? How you keep paying for all this Man, stuff? Listen, and yeah. nah, he went through so many attorneys and stuff now to the yeah. point he ain't never asked me for a dollar. Mm. I've never gave my father money. He even in calls, the jail, like so even still now, I have not. He has never said, "Yo, I need something." Mm. I never. He did it right. Like he has never asked me for money. Literally gave me a a, a class. All, me and my brothers all got cars for our 16th birthday. Like he used to send me money, like two hundred dollars. Some people, parents that be there, can't do that. That's, not that's some, heavy. most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got anything planned that you gonna do for him when he when he get out? Like, oh, it's up. I'm probably. I know we gonna. Me and all my sales. The biggest thing though, it ain't even for me. My grandmother is is up in age and she is dwindling. And her biggest thing is that I just want to be here. All her kids is out. This is the last one. The the only one who's incarcerated that's not there. Yeah. And she got his car still. Dinner at wow. Big Mama's cars. House. His car is at her house. It's it's mm. it's a '96 Bronco. It's beat to hell now. You know, mm -hmm. but it you went can't white, touch was it? it. No, nah. nah, you can't <laughs> touch it. You can't touch it. You still got insurance on it? Is nah. insurance on it? No. <laughs> but she she like yo. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to you, thigh meat. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can't touch it. So, you know, she waiting for him to come home. Like, so it's for her. I think I you should him pick home. him up in the PJ, in your PJ. Nah, listen, Ooh, we gotta crazy. get it. He gotta come home, but we gotta get him. My grandmother gotta, yeah. she gotta see. That's the first like, thing. It ain't yeah. my grandma out house. there in Stockton. Yeah. 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 He, that's the first thing is that my grandma got us. He got to get home to her. Yeah, it, that's the biggest thing. He make it home to her. Do so, you feel like you would have been another? Do you think life would have been at all different if he wouldn't have been away this whole time for you? Do you think, as a man, you would be any different right now if he would? My he dad is a real nigga. My brother was eight years old with a three eighty. My dad said, told my mom, "I'm gonna have some ugly ass sons with a whole bunch of money." We had rock rollers. Yeah, he was he right had, about that. Like he had rock rollers in the in the house. Yeah. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I got a so. quick question while we still on the daddy subject. Yeah. Like, you know, me and Marcus, we talking. I I know the story. I know yeah. his dad from the home. Yeah. So like, bro, I never heard you talk about your pops. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Like, we know the story. We know the what you say on stage real quick. Yeah. Daddy in jail. Yeah. Like, what's so up with your pops? Did my, you know him? I knew my no, I didn't really know him. I saw him in prison a few times. My mom said he was a good dad up until mm -hmm. about two. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't feel no, I, I know so many people, they so, they harbor so much, kind of like Alex, so much mm -hmm. pain and not knowing them. My mom and grandma took such a good care of me, dog. Yeah. That it was no, like, I'm just saying, but do you, him, like when you was talking to him and stuff? No, what? I just, I didn't talk to him often. You didn't get, okay. I probably talked to him like 10 times that I can re remember in my life. Yeah. Did you look like him? Yeah, I look like him. Yeah. <laughs> not that I don't think, but my mom, yeah, yeah. that's what my mom mm -hmm. said. Just but yeah, it's crazy just that I'm so happy they took such good care of me. I didn't, it what year did he pass? Probably about five, six years ago. He had you, a stroke in prison. Was you making noise five, six years ago? Uh, Yeah, I was doing okay. Yeah, I was doing fair. I when mean, you heard it, what did you think? Was it like, yeah, like well, dang. dang, did you have questions? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I just like, all right. No tear, no sadness, just like, oh, dang, that's sad for me. I was like, dang, that's a bad joint. <laughs> Not a bad joint. <laughs> was he ever getting out? No, oh, he had life too. Yeah, My dad got life too. It was over with. He ain't. Yeah. He wasn't getting out. So you you was raised by your dad, mm -hmm. and 
do that make you like i know like you said like some dudes had issues growing up like you feel like it gave you more confidence because like you up here with thigh get your thighs out and stuff like mm -hmm. do that type of like confidence come from like having a dad because i'm yeah, probably I mean, gonna he, leave my son if he think he gonna wear have his thighs nah, i mean i think the main thing he he said was like <laughs> no nah, i'm joking you know, <laughs> stay in the gym you know what i'm saying we don't want you to get 300 pounds you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, not even legs. Thighs. <laughs> you know, you know. I think uh, definitely. I think you see an example of like you know, like hard work. Uh, I think it's just less questions, but I think you still have questions because like you know, like my dad, his dad died when he was younger, and so it's like you know, I think he still had questions about his upbringing. It really just confidence. I'm saying though, like you, like I'll take the thigh me I was playing, but yeah, the, no, the cool. confidence and things like that when you look out growing up, like when you get ready to do things or life challenges, is it something like that you feel confidence came from your dad? Cause the mom only could do so much, but the dad is like, boy, you hear his voice in the head. I would think just, you know, do it or else. Yeah, you know what I got from my dad? My dad was the guy that bought all the CDs and all the books, He that no money down program he had, that stuff in the attic. So that's that's really what got me on the entrepreneurship tip because I was like, they like sometimes, honestly, he wouldn't finish all the books, but I'd be up in there like, let me listen to what that thing is going yeah, on. Clean so, the company, you and your brother. Yeah, right like there. He, he had to clean the business when we were younger. So I saw the example of that. And so I think stuff like that made me feel good. Your dad was an entrepreneur. Yeah, they had to yeah. clean the business from like, from the time I was in second grade until like 11th grade. Mm -hmm. And so that made me just like, okay, you can jump out here and you can, you can do this. He was always working hard. <clears throat> So, you know, he was always going, you know, he was going to do his thing. Where are you but from? You Jamaican, African, what is it? Florida. Fort Lauderdale. Where are your parents from? <laughs> like, what's your, like, what's your, your culture? Just black. Same black. as everybody else, I think. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm Jamaican. My family's Jamaican. No, oh, why really? do I oh, think okay. his family is African? I don't know why I you say that. It was African. <laughs> I thought it was African. Really? Yeah. That's just regular. Is Matt just don't claim it. These, these jokes aren't going too well for Marcus. It's okay. No, 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 it's Maddie. It's Maddie. It's Maddie. It's Maddie is African. I mean, I think, I think if, when I did my ancestry, it says like of half course not, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, of course I, that. But nobody he, he can, you family. mix up with Maddie. Yeah. Because you and Maddie, okay, Maddie is 100% African, but I know yeah. Maddie had the, the, all the hard dad stories. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nigerian. But y'all yeah. used to play back. Y'all were so close. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm like. You thought he was African. Too. I thought no, I wasn't. Being I think funny. we all are in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But let me say this too: I had the best stepfather on the planet. Yeah. Let me just mm -hmm. get that out of the way. I yeah, had a dad. Stepfather, yeah. Joe. You know what I'm saying? I had a dad, and mm -hmm. when he met my mom my step in Syracuse, New York, it. you know what I'm saying? My stepdad was it, and I only say stepdad so you understand. I'm not talking about that dad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you call him dad. Call him pops. pops. Okay, pops. Like that's my guy. He's fine. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's my a guy. Bomb. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say that. Like, was he, he at the prom party? He's at whatever, <laughs> at anything. Yeah. He's always there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And he just uh, the perfect example of a father. You know what I'm mm. saying? He was mm. military. You know, he's a sergeant. He was kind of hard on me in the beginning or whatever. But he was just like getting me real structured. And I saw how he treated my mom. So people were like, yeah, I married at 19 to 20. Mm. I had the perfect example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen a nigga write my mom love notes. I seen surprise parties. Well, that's why I, I seen get married, surprise bro. cars and all huh? That's why I ain't get married, because I never seen nobody do it right. Mm -hmm. So later in life, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Mm. No, nah, I that's, yeah. I already knew what kind of yeah. husband I wanted to be based off of him. But mm -hmm. yeah, shouts out to uh Pops. But everybody yeah, on right. this couch though, I think is an example whether it's like father pass, in jail, stepfather, just meeting a father, had a father, like you can win no matter where you are. That's yeah. You can find a way to get some success. You can find a way to win. And so like, you could have used that as an excuse, but you use it for a reason. Yeah. You could have used, hey, my dad ain't here as, a, as an excuse, but you use it for a reason. So yeah. I think it's still proof that, hey, 
you have five guys with totally, all of us have a different dad story. It, none of us are the same, but still mm -hmm. sitting here. Sharing all stories. successful. Yeah. yeah. And then you also could get, become a father to somebody as time move on. <laughs> 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear it? Yo, listen. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I ain't gonna lie. 